the state is the health of war, meaning that when it comes to waging war, there's a number of attributes that governments have that are unique to it that make war much more likely to happen than it otherwise would. First of all, the ability to tax. So if I have to uh, acquire all of my money voluntarily, I can't get any money unless I have a good reputation and people are willing to trade with me or give it to me. Well, I'm going to be more frugal in how I spend that money. But if I have the, the ability to take money by force, well, then I'm going to be much more likely to uh, spend it unwisely and on things that are not necessarily beneficial. And they increase my social status at the expense of others. Second thing is having a central bank, which allows you to increase the money supply where you don't even have to tax and show people that they're actually having to bear the cost. You can uh, print the money, so to speak, by getting the Federal Reserve to increase the uh, money supply. So that is another thing that makes war much more likely than it otherwise would be in the absence of a state. Uh, the third thing is a lot of militaries uh, – uh, have the ability to conscript. I know there's still selective service in America from 18 to 25. I read a number of reports from USA Today that uh, Zelensky's government uh, is not allowing uh, it, men ages. I want to say I read uh, to 18 to uh, 50 uh, are, are not allowed to leave Ukraine. Not sure if Russia has conscription. Uh, do, do you know if Russia has conscription? Uh, I'm not certain on that. I know that Zelensky has even tightened down more, and now you're not allowed to leave like your city without talking with the local recruitment board uh, to make sure nobody's trying to get out of serving in the Ukrainian military. I believe Russia does have conscripts, though. Unbelievable. This is one of the most terrible forms of uh, of forced labor. It's just so traumatizing, and it could be for a regime that you absolutely despise. So maybe it's Maybe it's a bunch of uh, Yanukovych supporters who are saying, well, I got to fight for this regime. I didn't even, I did everything I could to uh, not have it in the first place. So, okay, either way, the, that's the third point. If I can't, if I don't have to convince people to fight this battle voluntarily, well, is it that big of a threat to them? Maybe it is, and maybe they're just so stupid and they don't understand the greater good of society. But do I still have the right to force them to do so? So governments having the ability to conscript People against their will to fight these wars makes the wars more likely. The final reason that the state is the health of war is because generally the state is the organization in society which has the right to do things that no other organization has the right to do, namely initiate aggression against peaceful people. So if uh, you saw the collateral murder video, for instance, that uh, Julian Assange uh, heroically leaked along with uh, Chelsea Manning. If you saw that and it was done by Walmart or the Red Cross or the Catholic Church or me, I think anyone would say that's like the most evil thing and I hope that bastard gets uh, like a thousand years in prison. However, when this video came out, a lot of people said whoever showed us this video should be put in jail and whoever leaked it should be put in jail. What this is is a blatant moral double standard that people in society have for government actors that they don't have for everyone else. So those are the four main reasons we have to believe that if we're against war uh, and how destabilizing it, all, all the suffering it causes, all the 
uh, unnecessary resources allocated, uh, all the murder, all the forced labor. For against those things, one of the major institutions we need to be against is uh, the concept of a state. 